Those of you who know me know I love some chocolate peanut butter. Mm, that's my most favorite thing. You know, Carlos Creek, he made a chocolate uh, peanut butter thrush sledge cake for me. Can you believe that foolishness? That's how much that man loves me. But I want to talk to you guys about something that we absolutely love as well. It is Worthy Cakes. Worthy Cakes is a, a uh, mom and pop small business uh, cakeria who, oh my God, she makes some of the best cakes in the world. You guys have heard me talk about it. I'm pretty sure you've seen the pictures of the empty jars that we had. Um, they are a sponsor of the podcast, uh, Reg's Expressions, which I'm excited to announce as well. And it's just the best way to eat cake. Um, you can actually get any flavor cake that you're looking for. She have everything from gluten-free, Keaton, and if you're looking for the regular old sugar like I am, which I probably shouldn't be, you can get that too. You know, she does custom cakes as well. And she also has a supply business. So if you ever need to go and purchase a new mixer for your business, you can actually purchase that as well. Um, she is Worthy Cakes on all social media platforms. Miss Grace and family, they are amazing people. I had an opportunity to sit down and talk with uh, Miss um, Grace on Saturday and it was fun. It went well. And she is just a ball of excitement so we are going to be sitting down with her as well spotlighting them in small business here in the city of okoe and they're just good people um you know they used to be called nice people eat cake y'all remember when that cake by the ocean song came out I, that was when i became aware of them and uh it made it easy for me to remember and then I, they changed their name and i was like dang it but worthy cakes is all the rave and it is definitely uh, true to form because those cakes are the best my favorite is chocolate peanut butter carlos favorite is pistachio um you got birthday cake you got chocolate you have everything you can think of and she also does custom flavors as well all right so if you guys are in the local orlando area you want to go to her um her storefront you can I'll have to get that here in a second, but you can also go to worthycakes.com. Again, that is worthycakes.com, all right? The address is 13391 West Colonial Drive, and that is in Winter Garden, Florida, all right? Their business hours are from 10 to 6, Tuesday through uh, Friday, 10 to 6.30, that is, okay? And Saturday, 10 to 5, and they're closed Sunday and Monday. And they're out at the local uh, farmer's market. If so if you ever want to go to Winter Park on Saturday or Orlando uh, Lake Eola, you can do that as well. All right. So thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Reggie's Expressions. 
And thank you so much for listening. What's up, guys? It is time for another episode of Reggie's Expressions. I have a old friend to the cast. I um, spoke to this gentleman two years ago during in the middle of the pandemic, um, Mr. Black Curry. Uh, he has been doing his gaming thing for uh, for a while now, and I just wanted to come back in and check in and see how he was doing because you know what. You know, I haven't done a revisit episode and, you know, I know a lot of life had happened for me and I'm interested to see what's going on with him. Um, But thank you guys for listening so much to all of the episodes. As you guys know, we're in season five and uh, this is the fifth episode of season five. So thank you so much. You guys know where to find us. Reggie's Expressions on all social media platforms. And you can find me at uh, www.socogarnproductions.com. So without further ado... We have Mr. Black Curry. What's going on, y'all? So, um, it's good to see you, man. It it definitely looks like uh, things have been going well for you. Um, The last time we left off, you were, I think, in Texas, right? Are you still in Texas? I am still in Texas for another five more months. About five more months. Oh, so what's next then? I'm going to Korea. Ooh, with the family, or are you just going by yourself? No, just by myself, just so I can get it over with quicker. Gotcha. So you're, uh, so typically you have a year when you do it with your family, right? It's or no, years, when you do it by yourself. Family. Oh yeah, by yourself. Yeah, just one year. Yeah. Okay. So people can bring their families over to Korea now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that goes to how long it's been since I've been in. Right, and there's actually no curfew there anymore. Interesting. Well, I guess. I mean, it's 2021. I mean, 2020. Well, 2022. I, I, I said my last episode, we're going to call it 2022, because if we say 2022, it sounds like 2020 again. So right. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we don't we don't we don't want that again. We don't want that again. So. So five more months, you're going to be over in Korea. Are you still doing the equal opportunity thing or EEO uh, officer thing? Okay. I am until I get back, uh, until I get to Korea, then I'll shift back to logistics. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because you and I had uh, very, uh, we had, uh, what, you're a 92 Yankee? Or? Okay, gotcha. I know we had that in common. So, you've been in the military for how long now? This is my fourth, coming up on my 14th year. Wow. So, you joined straight out of high school. Straight out, yeah. So it's safe to say you've seen a lot of changes in the military since you joined, because 14 years ago would be 2008, right? Okay. Um, and I think when you were when you came in, you know, the military was definitely changing from the experience of it being like I know I said last time Full Metal Jacket, but more to career oriented. Um, so it's it's safe to say that you're going to do all your 20 years, right? Or oh, you're yeah. probably going to do more. Yeah. Unless they kick me out before then, I'm going to go ahead and finish it out. Okay. Um, so you're going to do the 20 or you're going to do more than 20? Because you're, you're a young guy. You're, you're... 20. That is it. <laughs> Hard stop. No more. Uh-uh. That is it. One thing That's I, it. I learned is that the most important thing, non-tangible thing in this world is time. Right. And I put a lot of time in the military. Mm-hmm. And just... I, I've gained some a certain level of success in the military, and I often think 
if I had put that much time in something that I really, really wanted to do, like in ho- a hobby or a job mm-hmm. or a career that I really, really wanted to do, mm-hmm. I, I would be quite successful at almost anything I could think of, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I said, after 20, I am out, give me my retirement papers and my retirement check, and I'm going to focus <laughs> on something else. <laughs> right. And make sure you go get your benefits from, uh, you know, because uh, definitely that that has been the absolute best thing for me since I, I got out. I didn't do it quite right when I got out, but, you know, I'm thankful nonetheless to be able to get that stipend and, and it's out there for you. So okay. that's good. I appreciate it. Um, so question for you. So now that we're so now we so he old here now, y'all, because you're talking about retirement in like four years. So or actually about six years. So what what is retirement life look like for you? As it as this point. Uh, to the year 2022, what I'm thinking now is I want to start my own business. Okay. I'm not quite sure what that's going to be yet. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, my father, he has his own landscaping business. That's nice. Okay. If there's any skill, the, the best skill that I have uh, uh, as far as like a trade is landscaping. Right? Mm-hmm. We, can, we can do anything you want us to do. So that's something that i i know i can be very successful in okay Uh, however the most likely first course of action is going to be gaming i want to i want to do this i want to do this full time because during COVID, once when COVID first hit i learned something when i was quarantined when i first first started i had a lot of time and my brain was firing off the cylinders. I mean, I was thinking about this, thinking about that, and not only thinking about it, I was actually putting action behind it. Mm-hmm. And that's and I think that's why uh, when I first started streaming, it was extremely successful. Because mm-hmm. man, I was thinking all kind of stuff, and it, it, it was successful in the in the in the beginning. Right. And I'm just thinking, man, if I can recreate that, and the only way to recreate to recreate that is to have enough time. So right. After I retire, I'm gonna have a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you guys to, by far, that's six years from now, right? So we, mm-hmm. we have a lot of time to kind of put that together. Right. But I want you guys to take a look behind this young man. What do you oh. see? Oh, this is his life. He ain't playing with y'all. Oh, he ain't yeah. playing with y'all. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait. <laughs> so I, I know you got a Super Nintendo. What is that? The GameCube? I got two GameCubes, and actually, that Super Nintendo. I had uh, two original Nintendos on top of or on bottom of them. But my son recently, my youngest son, my five-year-old, he recently took a liking to it, so I hooked it up. Oh, okay, nice, nice. Playing it right now. <laughs> That's nice. That's cool. So I, I met uh, Black Curry when I was, you know, in my my gaming phase back in 2020, which you know, I'm, it's almost been two years ago. And I was uh, one of yeah no crazy. Um, I was I was one of the ones probably a million people who were playing Mario thirty five on the stream. So he definitely surpassed me for sure. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's, at least it's something that you enjoy, and I love seeing black folks have things that they enjoy. And you know, you and I talked about this last time, but we we don't see a lot of us out there who are thriving as much as as i feel that we should be you know what i'm saying so um big ups to you i know it's not a full-time thing for you but whenever you're on um i try my best to you know jump on when you are because i know that 
yeah you um do you have a schedule i know that was something that you were talking about um i know being military full-time definitely has you pulled in one direction for that but have you created a schedule or still kind of doing it on the free time uh right yeah right now it's just on the free time the the most concrete of a schedule um right now that me and my old lady was talking about is just at least on the weekends mm-hmm. on, on saturday and sunday um we definitely want to do something um around six o'clock we haven't put it on paper yet or put it on online yet but that's something mm-hmm. that we definitely want to do uh, at least that'll be our foundation and then whatever comes from that we'll see where we go so tell me i i see your name up there it says retro uh mu 64. how did you come up with that or uh, tell me to explain that to me that's too easy so retro <laughs> as you can see I enjoy sure. retro video games. Makes sense. Yeah. Passion. That's 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 what makes me happy. Retro video games. Mew is simply the Pokemon known as Mew. Um, he's a he's a very rare type Pokemon, and he's always been my favorite Pokemon. And sixty-four mm-hmm. is for my favorite uh, console of all time, the Nintendo, Nintendo sixty-four. 64. So yeah. you know all the games used to be like they used to call like. They used to put 64 at the end of all most of their games. A lot mm-hmm. of their games, Mario Kart 64, Super Mario 64, Star Fox 64. So I thought it was yeah. cool. I was called myself. Music 64. Music 64. Makes sense, man. Makes sense. I am not familiar with the Pokemon uh, situation, <laughs> so I'm yeah. gonna take a word for it. But I'm pretty sure the the Pokemon fan, uh, Pokemon. Let me not say Pokemon because that sounds horrible. Uh, <laughs> they would know exactly what you're talking about. So. Um, yeah. Uh, so being a, I, I said this to, uh, another gamer that I follow. I, you may be familiar with her, but Miss Peaky 313, mm-hmm. yeah. um, she's super sweet, super sweet girl had her on the latter part of the season. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about is how different of a road it is for black folks in general, as well as it is for gaming. Um, would you say that you experienced a difference than some of you know our non uh people of color uh experience in terms of being a gamer would that be true for you okay is to be honest and unfortunately it is a night and day Uh, yeah I, i think i think we as black people I think we treat it like like the comedy game. You know how like in black comedy we normally have like one person on top. You know, right. you have Eddie Murphy on, on top. You mm-hmm. have Martin Lawrence, Cat Williams, mm-hmm. uh, who who else? Kevin Hart. He's been on top for a while. Right. And, but then it's like they're on top, and then there's no not, not nobody, nobody else in, in between. Like nobody on their level. You know. Right. And, and you just like, can't come in on that level and, and do what they've done because it's been years and, you know, or whatever the case. So I can understand that, man. Yeah, I can see that. You look at you look at our uh, our Caucasian counterparts. They have a lot of comics on top. You you mm-hmm. have folks. Uh, what's the Dane Cook? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the guy? He just passed. Rest in peace. Uh, Bob Saget. Right. Uh, Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, all these great comics and whatnot. They they all figured out how they can eat together, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. we think there has to be one on top. And right. I think it's almost the same for the gaming community. I think mm-hmm. uh, when you get in, like, cause I'm in a few um, black gamer groups, black streamer uh-huh. groups, and it's like, they have 
a lot of people have just one person that they rock with and that's it like mm-hmm. and it's 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 not just simply they don't mess with somebody else they go out of their way to not to not uh promote or promote support yeah. anyone else to the point to where that i've seen people just be very disrespectful to to gamers especially new game new gamers and streamers coming mm-hmm. in man i've right. seen some of the most vile comments i saw folks say bro man i watched your stream and you had you had one person watch said say this to this he was a young brother too this brother couldn't have been no more than 16 17 years old and it's like man, wow why you, like why would you like mm-hmm. intentionally try to put him down instead of lift him up when it's right. free it's free mm-hmm. to lift somebody up <laughs> right right it don't cost you no energy to lift somebody up you it's know? more energy to put them down than it is to lift them up so exactly if you kind of gotta think about putting somebody down mm-hmm. putting lifting somebody up it that's that should be natural like hey right. man, keep going click right. the right button right right but yeah short answer to your question yes it is very different and I, I would have to say that, I mean, just from my experience and even being in this space, too, um, you know, there's in this group that I'm a part of because it's we have to have our own spaces to be able to vent our experiences, because if we don't, that stuff will eventually eat at us and you'll see a downward spiral. I had a, you know, uh, a podcast buddy that kind of did the same thing he was left to his own devices and his last show that he did was just him just going in on why nobody like him and this this and that so you know it's it's great to have a a room you know where you can vent your experiences and people can acknowledge but i agree with you in the sense that you know with and i think it probably goes back to and forgive me for you know kind of putting it together and it sounds a little uh floppy but i think it comes back from the invisible kind of rat race they've put us in in this world that caused us to think that there's only room for one right when the reality is is when um when you win we all win it's not just when i win i win you know what i'm saying because you're getting to pave the way for other people to come in and do what you do and you know for 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 him to say that in that way it was it's like First of all, this ain't my real, this ain't my full job. Like, this ain't something that I'm looking to, I would love to be successful in it. But at the same time, too, I actually have a job that I do and a skill that I'm good at that I can, you know, uh, make successful as well. But when it's in you, it's in you. That's one thing that I've learned. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, you'll have people very sobering moments. And I guess I wouldn't call them sobering. But you'll have moments like that where people try to call you bluff. But at the end of the day... If you you have to do it for yourself, you know, you have to find within you that makes you get up and want to do the streaming and makes you makes you want to stick stick with it and uh, fuck what anybody says. You know, at the end of the day, if only got one person listening, hey, that's that's one person, you know, focus on the people that you're reaching and not the people that you're not reaching. And I'm talking to myself because I'm in the same space. I'd be on um, anchor looking like, oh, man, only got 10 downloads. Yeah. I don't even really know 10 people to be honest like that exactly. I talk to on a consistent basis you know what I'm saying exactly. so it's a small feat nonetheless and then also what I've learned too is you have to celebrate the small victories 
Um, you know, I've had a few people that have come to me and said that they appreciate what I'm doing. And, you know, although they didn't say it publicly or whatever, it was it was still worth it. So, you know, I fuck whoever said that. I don't know if it was to you or to whoever. Fuck whoever said that. You're doing your thing. And I, you know, I love the fact that me. you. Oh, OK, it was, a, it was a younger brother. Gotcha. He was, he was just simply asking for help and advice on streaming as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you you're a hometown guy. You from Tifton, so I support you know anything, anything that you got going on. So I appreciate you answering that, and I'm on the same page with you. Um, and I don't really under I don't know what would be something that we would be able to do to fix that. Um, I mean, that's some of that stuff is so deep seated in us. It's like crabs in a barrel, unfortunately. You know what I'm saying? You're going to keep, you know, pulling one down. And what happens is nobody gets to level up. But I think those conversations are starting to change people. So we'll see what happens. So what is so you did say your favorite game. So game coming gaming console is Nintendo 64, right? Correct. Okay. what's your favorite game? My favorite game on that console is uh, Diddy Kong Racing. Okay. Uh, so if you had to explain that to like the person, like for example, I don't know what it is. How would you explain it? <laughs> oh, that's too easy. Once again, right? If you look over my shoulder here, you see yeah, yeah. Mario Kart. Everybody loves Mario Kart, right? Mm-hmm, Everybody. Yeah. If you mention Nintendo 64, people say, oh, yeah, Mario Kart. Now, mm-hmm. Diddy Kong Racing, DKR, is Mario Kart, but literally a hundred times better. <laughs> like, it's not even close. It's, it's Mario Kart on crack. <laughs> right, okay. And uh, it's it, it, a lot of people played it, but Mario Kart is is is, is what everybody know. But right, it, that's it, true. It took, it's the mainstream. Right, it's the mainstream. It, it took everything Mario Kart lacked and made it better. What a lot mm-hmm. of people don't know is first, you know that Nintendo sixty four was the first Nintendo's first console in the three D realm, right? Okay. What, mm-hmm. what a lot of people don't know is the characters and a lot of um, the fixtures. And sprites in Mario Kart are not 3D. So as you playing Mario Kart and you looking at your racer, it's not 3D. That's the same. They almost could have did that on the Super Nintendo, right? Right. It's just mm-hmm. a two-dimensional plane. And as they mm-hmm. turn, you're still looking at a two-dimensional image. Whereas on Diddy Kong Racing, fully 3D. Everything is 3D. You're getting a full 3D experience. So mm-hmm. uh it, 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 and you're racing not just with cars, you have airplanes, hovercrafts on water. <laughs> if you're listening now, if you haven't played Diddy Kong Racing, go play it at your earliest convenience, download it, and then come back and tell me you didn't like it better than Mario Kart. You can't. Okay. So um that is uh oh, hold on a second. I can hear you. Okay. I can't hear myself. All right, I can hear myself now. I had to turn it down a little bit. My bad. So that sounds very amazing. That definitely sounds like something I should get into. Um, definitely. Is it on Switch? Can you get it on Switch? At this moment in time, no. Uh, the Switch okay. they just came out with their uh, Nintendo sixty four application, um, mm-hmm. but they only have like I think eight or ten games. It hasn't come out yet, but it's, it's not on there yet. Hopefully it so, does. 
so you don't you don't have to uh you don't have to do this but um would you mind showing us a little bit about uh, showing your room a little bit kind of showing your gaming room yeah sure that's too easy so you see this is uh, a lot of my games and stuff like that okay and there's some at the bottom some consoles and some and games at the bottom as well but okay turn the camera around you'll see uh, my setup this is my setup. okay um i have my omen monitor here um okay prize possessions because that thing ain't cheap uh <laughs> ring light <laughs> ring light yeah um, yeah oh you don't want to see that but you know you know what that is <laughs> <laughs> God, it's a bag. It's, it's a bag for nickels, y'all. It's bag yeah, for nickels. That's, that's what that awesome. is. Don't don't worry about it. My camera sits here. Okay. Is, you see my TV. Nice. Uh, and I got my basketball jerseys because this where while I'm gaming, I like to keep up all my sports and stuff. So I watch sports while I'm gaming. Okay. Uh, I have my Omen. Is this an Omen computer? My Omen gaming laptop. And right here, just where all the magic happens. I don't know if I can zoom in on that. That nice. is that is Mew. That is the Pokemon <laughs> that I named myself after. All okay. Right. And then, if you look on the other side, we have another setup. Okay. This is my wife's setup. She has a PS5. She has her. Okay. Home, has her chair, and that kind of thing. Got my Matt Ryan Atlanta Falcons jersey up. And in the closet over there, um, I have more gaming stuff. That's where I keep uh, all of my cords and hookups and controllers and miscellaneous boxes to everything and 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 that kind of stuff. I appreciate you showing me that. That was that's. I mean, that's that's pretty similar to my setup. I mean, I just don't have all the games and stuff that's going. But uh, okay, look at you. I'll say. So, what are the medals from? Oh man, those are like high school wrestling and basketball medals. <laughs> oh, okay, so you used to wrestle, and man, you are all American. Oh yeah, I, I try to dabble in a few different fields. Okay, now Tiff County over there, Tiff County. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you had to talk to your younger self, and you was like, "Hey, younger self, I need to give you some advice." What would that advice be about gaming so far? Don't stop. Okay. Don't don't stop gaming. Uh, there was a time where I I stopped gaming. So, like I said, I joined the army in two thousand eight, mm -hmm. and from two thousand eight till two thousand seventeen, I just wasn't gaming. Um, mm -hmm. Or I play like a game here, or Call of Duty here, or Call of Duty there, and, and that was it. And so I just I just stopped, and oh, fix my camera until uh, I was reading something. Man, my camera is all jacked up. Behind the scenes, y'all, this is this this live right now. He gotta we gotta get it perfect because you know that that I think that's the most weirdest thing when you'll be on and somebody has their camera like right here, and you're like, I can't just. <laughs> you right. have to get that fixed, and then I'll have to come back because <laughs> I can't watch you. <laughs> oh yeah, that camera is. Oh man, that's a crucial piece. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's in, right. Absolutely, and right now, to be honest, my, uh, my I'm using my iPad 
Um, because my camera on my iPad is better than my MacBook. Oh, I'm an Apple guy. Say, you got a good camera on it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super clear. But when I do it on my laptop, you can tell like the fuzziness and the haziness. And you know, those are some of the investments that that you have to take. So again, a younger self. Yeah. What would you say to your younger self? What advice would you give your younger self about, you know, getting into the gaming industry or, you know, taking this as serious as you have so far? Yeah, I would I would definitely tell them to don't stop. Because um, mm-hmm. I feel like had I had I not stopped, I would have got into the, the the streaming community way mm-hmm. earlier. I'm talking 2012 earlier. Um, okay, I would have got, got into it, and uh, that was a prime time to get into it because it wasn't a lot uh, right. at all. Um, so yeah, and and I, I the reason why I stopped is because I'm thinking, oh, I'm an adult now. I don't play games anymore. I right? just listening mm-hmm. to other people and stuff when. That's not the case at all. Like just because you play video games does not mean you are not at a certain level of maturity, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I got three kids, uh, married, uh, military career. You see all the games behind me, and I mean, I think I'm I think I'm doing quite well for myself overall. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just tell myself, don't stop. Do what you love to do. Exactly, and I think um, I mean. You, you you learn your passion, you know, and you realize you figure out a way. And that's one thing that I've I've done. You find a way for you to be able to still have the joy for what you do. Um, I was an 18 year old kid who wanted to do radio. Right. Um, I knew I didn't want to go to college. I mean, initially, but, you know, because I, college was getting a freaking Ph.D. and going to, you know, be a doctor and being away at school for so long. But when I found that, you know, I can still do my, you know, radio stuff, um, you know, if I might, you know, majored in my career in it, the easier it was for me to, to acknowledge it. So or, you know, absorb it because school wasn't it for me. You know what I'm saying? And I noticed that very early on. But when I started taking the courses for radio, the more I was into it now. A lot of that kind of gave me, you know, uh, the lessons that I need to learn in terms of being a personality in general, you know, but nowadays, you know, everything is all automated. It's all wired. It's wireless. You know, it's in the ether. So I had to learn a new way to do something that I was passionate about. And I'm the kind of person that if it ain't simple, like I need to know everything I need to know. So I will spend as much time as I can researching it to finally feel comfortable with launching it. And um, I didn't quite do that when I was a gamer. I just kind of jumped into it because I thought it was cool. Um, and then I, I experienced the same, na- you know, tough navigation that you experienced and just, you know, feeling like I was out there alone and, you know, getting resentful of the people that I was, you know, I gamed with who came up with me, see them surpass me and, you know, expecting them to, you know, to pass the baton. But it's, it's not the same for them as it is for us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For them, it's definitely an experience for them to try to, you know, better their situation. And, you know, whoever want to come on, come on. But if you ain't, I'm still going to do it with us. You know, sometimes we do have to, you know, depending on the field, we have to, you know, pass the baton. And, um, you know, it's it's very difficult for us to keep and maintain audiences um, because it's just not something that people are used to seeing. Right. So, um I got out. I got out the game after Mario 35. I was like, that actually, that last day they had it on, it was up, was my last day streaming. 
and they need to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I had fun. I, I got to I got to meet you. I got to meet uh, Black Retro Gamer BRG. You know, which is a cool right. dude. Uh, I found PK from that time, but it was it was me, uh, the NES Dream. I can't remember that other guy's name, but his name was Matt. It was like four or five of us. I think even, do you know who Super Pat is? I don't. Okay, Super Pat. Super Pat started around the same time I did. And uh, that dude has over 46,000 uh, um, followers. Wow. On a given night, it's about two, 300 people that are watching him. And he nice. just played Mario Maker. And then, um, do you know Josh, oh my gosh? I don't. Josh, oh my gosh, that's, he's actually, uh, he's a black man. Um, in, in the middle of Colorado, kills it. Like I'm telling you, this dude pulled numbers. I was in there one night. It was like fucking Las Vegas, damn <laughs> MGM type shit. Yeah. One thousand uh, uh, coins over here. One thousand mm-hmm. stars over there. You know, twenty five thousand stars. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> this man then got two hundred fifty dollars in stars right here. Like, right. And game, you know, in, in an hour. <laughs> Right. You know, he, 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 he does his at midnight. So he, I think it's like from 11 to about three in the morning. I really think that this is his full-time job, but that's an anomaly. I don't know anybody else that's like, that's like him. That is a black person um, who's pulling the numbers that he pulls. And that shows you how difficult it is. Now, when you go and you look at like the stream that I was talking about, them guys consistently pull people, you know, um, uh, I think both of those guys, they started around the same time I did. I would say about eight, nine months in, both of them had hit partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to hit partner and to maintain it. That's difficult. You know what I'm saying? Very difficult. You know, man, I was struggling trying to get just 100 people so I can get level up. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um, but you you have you have a big community. Um, you do. Um, and... I think you have over what, almost two two grand or something something like that uh, of followers, uh, right? Thirteen hundred followers. Okay. So, question for you: um, Are you or did you participate in the Level Up program, or have you not opted into it? Or oh yeah, I'm in it. I'm in it now. I just got back in it after uh, taking my little hiatus. Um, but yeah, okay. I'm in the Level Up program. Okay. So, um, what what brought on the hiatus? What made you have to take a step back a little bit? Lack of motivation. It okay. Is, it is hard sometimes just to stay motivated uh, to do certain things. It's like, you know, normally people say work got in the way or, you know, kids and that kind of stuff. No, nah, that's not the case at all. Like, I'm, I literally make my own hours at work. I go in when mm-hmm. I want, leave when I want. I can literally stream at 10 o'clock in the morning every day if I mm-hmm. wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. But it was just lack of motivation. And it's like, I don't know if I want to do this today. And then that day mm-hmm. turned to two days. And then that two days right. turned to a week. And that week turned to a month. So about a month mm-hmm. and a half. Uh, prior to this week, it was a month and a half ago, last time on the street. Mm-hmm. But um, I got some motivation now. I got I got my motivation back. And I think this is, this is uh, going to main... Uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's going to last. This motivation okay. is going to last. I think I'm mm-hmm. in for the long run now. 
But you, I mean, you've been in it for, uh, you know, going on two years now and it's okay to take hiatus and everything. And I know just the kind of person that I've gotten to know you as, I know that wasn't something that you took easily. You were just, ah, oh, you just was exhausted and it just, you know, and I'm glad you gave yourself your, uh, a break, um, because this can become overwhelming sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, it's easy to get down that path. And then you start thinking that what you're doing is not enough. I was actually in that mode all day today. Like I was sad as fuck. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was because I started my business in January, at the beginning of January. Actually, I started my LLC, uh, the latter part of two th thank you, of 2021. So I can officiate, I can marry people, well, officiant, notary, and I'm a podcaster, what I'm doing now. But it was easy getting the business. Well, I mean, until I had to part with the money, it was easy to have the idea to have the business. Don't nobody really tell you what you need to go through. <laughs> you got a business, so it's just oh, yeah. like, that's, I want a business. That's like, oh yeah, you should do it. But what should I do? Oh well, have a good day. And yeah. it's like, but I have questions. Right. So um, <laughs> you know, um, but today I was just feeling like, man, you know. I finally got my bank account and everything through uh, my bank. And I get a call from this lady earlier this week. And, you know, when, when it comes to us and black folks and some of the experiences we share, sometimes we'll get stuff and we feel like it can be taken away from us. You know what I'm saying? Like easily, we work hard for it, right? But we can't sit in that happiness because we're afraid, or some of us, not all, are afraid to experience the joy behind it because it can be taken away from you. Right. So long story short, she called and was like, Hey, you know, um, you need to do this, this, and this, which on some biz, I, my legal name is Reginald. My nickname is Reggie. I didn't think this caused an issue when I did my documentation for my stuff. Right. Well, the lady was like, well, you, it doesn't match your legal name. I'm like, well, but Reggie is one of my aliases. So it's, it's the same. Well, you know, we're going to end up having to cancel your account if you can't provide the documents necessary in order to, you know, to do right. this. So I didn't focus on shit else. I was like, take away from that was all I heard. You know what I'm saying? So it put me on this downward spiral. And I was like, just cancel the account in. <laughs> you know, like, fuck that shit. I, you know what? I ain't even making no money in this bitch anyway. So who cares? Mm -hmm. So. And then I, I had an opportunity to kind of, uh, I told Carlos and how I felt and I, you know, well up and I cried and I was frustrated and all that other stuff. And then eventually I was like, you know what, let's take the steps necessary in order to be able to fix it. Because obviously you don't want to go through all that. I mean, it wasn't that bad to go through, but, you know, it was just something I was so proud of. And the fact that I'm having to kind of, you know, renegotiate it just seemed odd to me. So I went and I did, you know, I went back and I had to go do some work and I went down there today and I told the lady that I'm working on it. And she said that she was also working on another way to try to see if we can keep the account open. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, with other things that I was able to do, but it just felt like it could be taken away from me. And it just, just put me in that, that fear mode. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, I'm working hard and they're trying to take it away from me. But in reality, it's like, and you're going to have moments like that often because you're going to, especially when you're starting off small, like you and I have in this space, right. you have a lot of time to yourself to think, well, shit, well, what I'm, whatever I'm doing is not good enough. You know, what, why am I going online? And I'm only going to have X amount of people that's going to watch anyway. So why would I, you know what? I'm not doing it today. Nah, 
fuck it, I'm not doing it tomorrow either. You know what? Who cares? I'm not doing it the rest of the week. And then you have a month. But I will tell you this. You have definitely left an impression on a few of my friends. Oh, really? And Carlos, too. He was very excited when, he, when I told him uh, that I was going to be interviewing you. He was like, tell Black Curry, I said, what's up? He knows your name. Like, he, he didn't know, you know, Eugene. Um, and then another, another friend of mine, uh, George, he also watches you, too. And when you interviewed the very first time, they were very happy. They were excited that I interviewed you, that I was interviewing you. And they also watched both the, watched the episode all the way through. Nice. They learned a lot of good things. So you, you, it might not be on the, the scale and not that you're struggling with this. I just figured I would say that, but it might not be in the masses of one and 2 million people, but you know, that's what I mean about some celebrating the small victories, right? You know, 13, 1300 uh, people. I don't know. 1300. I'm pretty sure I've met that many people in my life, but I don't know 1300 folks. That's awesome. Right, yeah. I can't even name 1,300 people. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to you and you're doing your thing. And I, I think that it's just the road that we navigate to just be relevant, relevant here. So I get it. Now, what do your kids think about you streaming? Oh, man. Man, these kids love it. Man, what? Oh, <laughs> my kids love it. Like, okay. my daughter... Uh, they had uh, some kind of career day or something at school, and they asked my daughter what does she want to be when she grow up. Mm-hmm. This little girl said, "I, I want to be a streamer." Uh, mm-hmm. She didn't say doctor, <laughs> astronaut, right, right. Stuff. She, she she went straight to streaming. And then my mm-hmm. oldest son, he's ten. Mm-hmm. He we just got him set up on his YouTube page, so now. <laughs> He, he streams and uh, upload videos and gaming videos nice. on his okay. own. And so I, now I did it for him. Now the other two are looking like, oh, well, you got to do it for us now. So now <laughs> I'm going to make them their own, uh, mm-hmm. their own YouTube pages so they can get into mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. you, you never know, like, man, you, you look at these kids on YouTube. Is mm-hmm. one little boy brought in twenty six million dollars last year, just mm-hmm. off playing the game. And then the other little boy who just played with toys all day, Ryan, he, <laughs> that joke is a gazillionaire. He's like, wow, yes. that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, you it's know they want to do. So I said, uh, you know, why not? Up. Why not? Yeah, and you know, we don't have to use the traditional nav, you know, navigation of going to school, going to college. So I think that's awesome that you're allowing them to kind of quench their thirst in that, and you know, allow them to kind of figure out what they want to do with it. Right. I think it's awesome, you know, because exactly. um, we only have one path. You better graduate, go to school, yep. and yep. get the hell out of here. Is it? That's, that's when you it. turn the military you're going to school, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because when you turn eighteen, I'm not paying for your ass. Right. So you know, and you come across my dough, you are gonna have to come in on time. At least that's a, <laughs> that's the story that my parents told me. I was 23 years old. I still had a curfew. I was in the military. I'm over here serving my country. It was like, um, you ain't here by 12. You might as well go ahead and find you something else to stay. <laughs> not staying here tonight <laughs> um but uh yeah man that's uh that's awesome um and your wife is into it too i do see uh it marries your wife right yep 
I do see Mary from time to time uh, on there uh, saying stuff. She seems like she's a you know a good gamer. That's another thing you don't really see a lot of female gamers out there who no. like to shoot 'em up games like she does. You know, um, and then uh, with, with her, uh, she didn't she didn't even know. This is how I know I should be some kind of recruiter for something. I got hours <laughs> for this stuff. she uh-huh. didn't, she didn't want to play games or. She mm-hmm. last time she played the game was in the nineties, you know. And I was like, hey, you know, game, and now uh-huh. she play it. She's actually pretty good at it. Pretty good, yeah. She's, she's pretty good. good. She be having people uh, trying to recruit her and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I told you, mm-hmm. just play a little yeah, bit, yeah. all right. <laughs> so it's it's gonna be a family affair after a while. Everybody gonna have their own, you know, YouTube yep. careers and and everything. Now, what's the so we know. We know that gaming is 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 your thing. Where do you see yourself if you had to say in another five years? Uh, five years from now, oh man, I will be I will be closing up shop in the army, and mm-hmm. I think I will be uh, stepping up. Excuse me to the next level of of this gaming stuff. Um, just like mm-hmm. I said earlier, uh, applying my more time to this versus going to work every day you know right so mm-hmm. that's that's definitely where i see myself because uh, i got a lot of different ideas and stuff that i want to mm-hmm. do um mm-hmm. just i know i don't have the time to do a, a to, lot to of get it, it on you know? mm-hmm. and then and plus now i'm transitioning because at first i had a vision i had a vision for this game and stuff i was like i i want to i want a team Right, I want a team of people because if you if you if you look, they they mm-hmm. operate as a as a team. You got one person; he may be a video game streamer. The other person, he may be a tech guy who reviews controllers and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. You got another guy; he just reviews video games, and uh, you got another guy; he, he 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 has a talk show or something, and. Every episode, every other episode, they are shouting each other out, talking about each other, doing uh, shows together and stuff like that. And I saw that, and I was like, "That's what I want to do." Like, I, I don't know if you uh, if you ever heard of RGT eighty five. He uh, he reviews video games, mainly Nintendo games. And I saw how he interacts with uh, Spawn Wave and mm-hmm. uh, Scott the Waz, and I'm like, "Yo, these people have a small little community, and they are all eating." So that's what I wanted for gaming. Man, mm-hmm. that did not work out. <laughs> really? Oh my god, that blew up <laughs> in my face. What happened? If you don't mind me asking. Man, so the main the the main thing that really did hurt me, right, mm-hmm. was the simple fact that you know I expressed the same thing that I just expressed to you, mm-hmm. and people are on board with it. And then I'm like, all right, now it's time to execute. Now I got my setup cool right and then during covid i was skyrocketing right and people and these are people that i know these are people that i know personally, right 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 i ain't mm-hmm. even getting to the strangers yet they, they are looking at me right they see it then they'll ask me hey you know how do i get my my stream set up i'll help them you know how do i get my podcast set up you know i'll help mm-hmm. i'll show them the ropes and i let them know what equipment what equipment is good and blah 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 blah, blah whole nine yards to to be met with no reciprocation whatsoever and when i'm yeah. talking about 
number one, they wasn't even watching my streams before, right? That's the worst, yeah. You know, I took it, you know, I took that on the chin, like, all right, cool, whatever. I'm I'm gonna help him or her out and still help him out, and you know, maybe it'll get better, right? Then Mm -hmm. after they get set up and now they're streaming and whatnot, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, you know, you know, we gotta collab, we gotta do this. Man, I'm talking about not replying. I'm talking about you say, yeah, yeah, we're gonna do that, we're gonna do this, that, and third. Nothing, nothing was ever reciprocated. But <laughs> the craziest part is they they will every now and again to this day come to me and ask me, hey, give me a shout out, you know, shout me out on this, shout me out on Instagram, <laughs> shout me out during your stream, shout give me a give me a post, shout me out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> shut right. the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not doing that for you. No, you it's know? it's scratch my back. Yeah, I get that. Uh-huh. You know. And then it's like now that 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 team that I was looking for, no, that's not that's not the future. The future is, uh, like you said, in the next five years, doing this doing this on my own, like you know, me mm-hmm. and my family, right? Mm-hmm. Because that team wasn't of people that I know. The strangers started messing with me heavy <laughs> like mm-hmm. they messed mm-hmm. with me more than people that i actually knew like what the, like this is valuable. right you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. uh that was uh sparkles sparkles uh sparkle 64. this is a caucasian lady mm-hmm. in denmark okay okay <laughs> this this lady is in denmark and um she used uh, she was watching my streams when i was streaming uh super mario 64. She was watch, she would watch every single one of them, right? And keep in mind, nice. she's about seven hours ahead. Right. And then she would she would inbox me, uh, you know, ask me how I'm doing and tell me she would want to get into streaming. And we would mm-hmm. talk about streaming and that kind of stuff. And then I I we what I'm talking about, we had lengthy conversations about streaming. And now she got her streaming up and she shot me out every stream. She nice. her, now her name was Sparkles at first, and then she changed it to 64. I'm the only person you ever saw. <laughs> nice. Because of me. And I say, uh, I say if I would have died a day, if I something happened to me, I can't stream no more. If I just decided not to stream no more, I feel good because that's right. a lot. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. It takes one person, you know what I'm saying, to really make a difference. And and that's that's awesome. I can see why you inspire. Just seeing your streams and stuff like that, I can see why you would. So that's amazing. And that's definitely a story that you should definitely cherish and, and keep you motivated to continue to do what you do. Because I get that, too. You know, I, I actually at some point. I had a conversation with the people that I cared the most about, even my, my husband. And I was like, I had to sit down with him because he wasn't watching either. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, if I can't get you to listen to the stream or watch it, then how can I expect that others will come and do the same? You know what I'm saying? If you believe in me, part of it is actually, you know, staying the course and supporting me through it. And support means that you support the dream any way you can. Now, I'm not asking you to go and be on every stream, but I am asking you to, you know, promote, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a a whole bunch of exposure from, you know, to people that I don't know that I could, you know what I'm saying, essentially inspire. And, and it took a little bit and I had to have a few, you know, different conversations again. But they, I've pretty much got them all on board at this point. So, um, yeah, I think with that, 
it's one thing I, I hate when people say this. People say, well, you can't you can't expect your friends and family to support you. Oh, uh, yes, the fuck I can. And yes, the fuck I do. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> if you if you're a friend of mine or you family of mine mm-hmm. and whatever you did, whatever you decided, mm-hmm. I know for a fact you got my support. I share right. all, I share I share people's stuff. You you know you got my support. You didn't have mm-hmm. my support. And I do expect that to be reciprocated. You know, like right. there's right. no there's no gray area with me. Like I done lost friends over this. Um because mm-hmm. I'm not one to shy away from conversation and whatnot. I'm not one to shy away from what it is. Like I don't have right. like, I don't post something saying uh to the effect of you know your friends and family don't mess with you, but uh people that you don't even know mess with you harder than them right mm-hmm. and then people have commented on that and stuff and mm-hmm. i'm like yes yeah, like <laughs> yes yeah yeah, I'm, yeah I'm talking about you mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I'm, like, I'm literally talking about you like yeah yeah keisha that, that, that mm-hmm. yeah like, uh, keisha i'm talking about you, <laughs> you, know, like, you, you support me, like at all mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. which is cool do your do your thing but now I know I can fall back from you. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. this is the one sided, this is a parasitic relationship. It's not mutual. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're looking for me to do something, but you don't want to give that same support. Like one dude started his own clothing line and whatnot. And he's, as soon as he started his clothing line, like, hey, you know, I want you to give me my first shout out. Mm-hmm. Part of my French, but nigga, I've been playing these games for a year now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> right. Like, stop playing with me. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I mean, at the very least, it's like it shouldn't. I agree with you on so many levels when it comes to that. You know, um, because it really uh, people talk about time and effort, and they, you know, time and t- you make time for the things that you want. You know, the yeah. things that matter to you, you'll make time for. So you know, it's easy for me to say, well, I, I obviously don't matter because. You ain't making a difference in trying to, you know, especially if this is something that I believe in myself. You know what I'm saying? You know, the easy part is to just, you know, to to support. I mean, I'm listening to to Will Smith audiobook right now, which honestly, until I have to say, is the absolute best. I was surprised at how good it is. Um, but he didn't start out that way. He didn't have all the support in the world. You know what I'm saying? He he just had a dream, right. and you know, he had a lot of people telling him that, you know. Um, that his dream wasn't going to matter. He ain't going to be able to do all this stuff. And look at where he is. You know what I'm saying? So um, support has to come from somewhere. And these are the same people who helped mold me into who I am. So why wouldn't I expect them to to, exactly. to help our brother out? You know what I'm saying? So We're not asking nobody to spend money. We're literally talking about clicking a like button, hit, hitting a share button, or just watching it, watching, watching a stream. One thing right. I did learn that before i started streaming i did not know much about streaming at all right i mm-hmm. did not know anything i watched one person stream it was a mama lee uh white girl named mama lee i love her, i love her to death uh she the one who got who got me into streaming right but i didn't know anything mm-hmm. about streaming i look up one day and i see man these folks got millions of followers thousands mm-hmm. of hundreds of thousands of people watching them at a time like, i did not know it was that big right mm-hmm now that's when i realized and noticed i have friends and family who were watching streams i wasn't watching streams but they were right so now i'm like oh 
conversation with me, then they come out. Yeah, you know this person, that person. I don't know any of these people, but you do. So you telling me you watch these people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch me for five ten minutes. Oh. You know, at the very least. Wow. <sighs> That's tough, man. That's tough. That that it's it's hard out there for us. You know what I'm saying? We try to convince our people, and it's just it's just another extra layer that we don't have to worry about because you know they're gonna support who they're gonna support each other. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know how many nights I was up streaming and, you know, uh, people would raid other folks, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but not raid me. And these are folks I came up with. So, right. you know, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm out the game. Y'all y'all do what y'all want to do. I'm, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, man, um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I hope that we kind of get on the same page at some point and we understand, you know, and I'm just talking about us collectively. You know, I hope don't nobody feel called out. But if you do, then this is for you. But (laughs) at the end of the day, you know, we have to we have to support each other. You know what I'm saying? Um, because we have a lot of us have shared experiences and we've been through similar things and we have, you know, family members who, who, you know, have shared experiences as well. And, you know, not for nothing. Uh, we all have an indelible, uh, uh, bond that, you know, comes from ages and centuries and generations before us, you know? So, um, I, I, I have a feeling that 2022, 2022 (laughs) is going to, you know, be definitely the year of us getting back to center. You know, I'm hoping that, um, yeah, and I feel pretty good. I mean, I, I even though I was sad about the stuff that I was telling you about earlier, I still feel wildly optimistic. Um, I hadn't got my first customer yet, um, but I feel like I'm making the right moves to continue uh, that. My podcast is going better than I expected. I mean, it's not in the top 10, but one thing I did learn is that, to be honest, the people who are successful at podcasting are the people who've been successful at podcasting. So the early, yeah. the early adopters. So like the Joe Rogan, which I hate. Um, yeah, I and like yeah, I, I, he's. It, don't get me. I, I can say a lot of things about that man, and none of them would be nice. So yeah. we're gonna move on because we just saw what happened with Tasha K, and I'm not trying to oh, have that happen to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Joe Rogan, do your thing. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know. Um, it's not as because it's so easy to do, you know, I'm over that threshold, you know, they they call it pod fade um, where within three to, to six months, you know, a lot of the people that have started will have dropped off because, you know, you're in this vacuum by yourself and you're trying to cultivate this culture and you have ideas, but it doesn't come to fruition. But, you know, it just takes time. And now I'm 24 months in and. You know, I, I have a pretty decent following. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I have over 200 and some people that follow and like uh, Reggie's expressions. Um, I've cultivated about three, uh, almost 300 people on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and then not including my own personal Facebook. So, I, you know, I'm touching a lot of people. Um, you know, it's just that people are very stingy when it comes to that like and subscribe and follow button. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They be like, nah. Mm-mm-mm. I'm, I, right. It's just like put your finger on the thing, man. Just subscribe. How hard is it? Did that take you much? With podcasts, (laughs) I think, and and also streaming as well. And you just alluded to it that it's it's like I think of it as as his own profession. Like it's it's I think you gotta you gotta be good at it. You don't have to be good at it because. 
people who already built something doing something else like professional athletes actors those kind mm-hmm. of people you know if, if denzel washington started a podcast now a lot of people gonna watch it because he is denzel washington yeah you're right I'm not saying mm-hmm. that's right or wrong but it just makes it difficult you know mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. Uh, for everybody else coming up you know because right like, well you know you, you did this you know you're coming into that it's like okay i, I mean you know uh more power to you but Damn, you know. Yeah, it definitely makes the road and the journey uh, journey difficult, but it gives us good stories to be able to tell when we do make it. You know, and I, I feel like it's gonna happen. Um, we just have to stay optimistic. I'm gonna do my thing one way or another. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, how, whoever will have me and whoever is listening, I appreciate you. So, um, we gonna go ahead and wrap it up, Mister Retro Mew Sixty Four. <laughs> I don't know why I had to say it that way. But uh, before I, uh, before I let you all go, I just want to tell you guys, thank you again for listening to Reg's Expressions. You guys are making a little black boy's dream happen. You know, coming from my mom who didn't have a voice for herself and a best friend who, you know, said live life on purpose every day. That's the reason why I do this and I will continue to do it until the day that I die. I love this. And I appreciate everybody that's out there listening. I do need you guys to help support. And I'm not asking for money. The only thing that I'm asking for is for you to go and leave a five-star comment. Why that's so effective is because that puts us more on the rankings. And then we can get into more houses and homes and all that other stuff. Put us on the algorithm that they talk about so much. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I appreciate all of you guys' support. Continue to support us over here. And that's the one way to do it. So go leave a five-star on all social media, not all social media platforms, but podcast platforms and get us up there because I want to be able to expose myself to new people. And we'll get there. I know we will. Um, So that's it for me, Mr. Uh, Mew. (laughs) Anything you want to leave us with before you go? Uh, I just want to say to everyone watching, listening, be yourself. If you, whatever you want to do, whatever you feel as though uh, something in your heart that you want to do, do, do it. Because mm-hmm. if you do it and fail, then you're right back in the same position you're in now. So what's mm-hmm. the difference? You know, you but you, you tried it. You don't have that regret in your heart. You know, Great. And if you if you if you got people out there you love, got people out there you like, support them. You know, mm-hmm. like Reggie said, ain't nobody asking for no money out here. Right. And we in, in the digital world, we're not especially for us up and coming we're not asking for money all we need is exposure the money will come later yeah it's gonna come later just like share subscribe that's all we're asking and don't be asking us for no money when we get up there okay (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah do you mind holding back uh uh a little bit after we get done here retro mew well of course all right, guys. Well, that's been another episode of Reggie's Expressions. Peace. It is Reggie, R-E-G-G-E-E, Expressions. R-E-G-G-E-E-S. I'm so sorry. Expressions on all social media platforms. All right. You guys have a good rest of your night. Peace.